This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Staten Island Amazon warehouse workers successfully voted last month to unionize, but bargaining with the tech and commerce giant could take years. The Amazon labor union, which helped push forward that vote last month, says it expects more Amazon warehouses to unionize in the coming months. That's despite Amazon filing objections to the vote with the National Labor Relations Board. Now, that federal agency could try to force the company to sit down and bargain with workers, but the process could drag out in the courts. Why is Amazon against the union? How long could the process take once a warehouse votes to unionize? And what options do workers have during the process to protect themselves at work? Garrett DeVink is a tech reporter for The Washington Post, and he joins us now. Welcome to Reset, Garrett. Thanks for having me. Bring our listeners up to speed on on Amazon workers voting to unionize on Staten Island and what's happened since. Yeah, so the Amazon workers, you know, across the country here and there over the last, you know, decade have tried to unionize. Um, There's never been a successful attempt until April 1st when a warehouse, a pretty big warehouse, several thousand workers employed at that one on Staten Island that, you know, serves Manhattan and the rest of New York actually voted to unionize. It was a big surprise. A majority of workers who voted said they wanted to be part of the union. It wasn't a large traditional union that did the organizing campaign. It was a very small grassroots uh, campaign organized by a former worker at that warehouse. And so at this point now, um, you know, Amazon has filed some objections. They say that the way that the union went around advocating for their position, uh, you know, broke some of the rules that are, you know, how you can sort of organize workers. And so those objections are going to be going to an NLRB hearing in May. Mm-hmm. And depending on that hearing, uh the NLRB could say to Amazon, hey, you need to start bargaining with these workers or Amazon, you know, could keep appealing. And they, if they win that that um, appeal, then it goes back to a whole new vote and the vote would have to start over. So help us understand, Garrett, why is Amazon against the union? Yeah, I mean, Amazon, you know, in the statement that they've been put out, putting out, you know, consistently for all these union attempts, I mean, they have the line that says, you know, they believe they'd rather have a direct relationship with their workers. They don't want to have an organization that comes between them and their workers. You know, pro-union workers say, look, like we need this kind of protection. And a lot of workers uh, who work at Amazon are skeptical of the union themselves. I mean, we had another vote at a smaller Staten Island warehouse just this week where the majority of the, the workers who voted actually decided that they don't want to be in the union. And there's another high-profile union drive down in uh, Bessemer, Alabama. Why are they skeptical? Last year, yeah, I mean, I, one of my colleagues actually flew to Alabama and had these conversations with some of these workers. And, you know, I think that there's just not a huge tradition of um, union unionization in some of these places, especially in the South. Some of the workers said that they were worried that, you know, the union would take up, you know, that the dues money wouldn't be worth it, that it would sort of make it difficult for them to find the job. And in a lot of these communities, um, you know, where Amazon has come in and built warehouses, those are the highest paying jobs in the area. You know, Amazon does come in with a minimum $15 um, wage. They have good benefits compared to a lot of other places that people could work. And so a lot of people, they've lived with unemployment in the past and, and they like the Amazon work, even though it is quite difficult. It's very physically taxing. And they're worried that any kind of shift to that status quo could impact them. Mm. But uh, as we talked about Amazon uh, being against the union, of course, workers are fighting back, Garrett. Talk to us about what that appeal process to the National Labor Relations Board looks like. Yeah, so the process is, you know, generally could take 
months or even years. You know, I've been speaking to some labor experts who say because of high, how high profile this particular fight is, I mean, you have Bernie Sanders, you have, uh, you know, AOC going and on the ground, uh, President Biden is talking about inviting Amazon workers to the White House. So it's, it's a, there's a lot of uh, spotlight on this. I mean, you and I are having this conversation right now. And so the, the NLRB could actually move faster because of how high profile it is. So first step, Amazon has, has objected. In May, the uh, NLRB will say whether those objections are valid or not. If they say no, they're not valid, uh, Amazon could appeal directly to the national board. So that is the five-member council that sits in Washington and is sort of the final uh, word on these things. And if they say, look, Amazon, you know, all your objections are not valid. You need to bargain with this union. What Amazon could then do is just say – we're not going to. They could just um, refuse to bargain, and they would be in contravention of mm. the NLRB. But because the NLRB is not part of the judicial branch, it is not a federal court. It's a, a federal agency. Um, you know, they can't actually, you know, force Amazon to sit down and bargain. That would then go to a court case, and that's the point where it could take years. And some of the experts I've been speaking to say that Amazon could try to angle to try to get a you know conservative federal appeals court that might not be as sympathetic to um, the workers' case as mm -hmm. the NLRB would. And so that is you know there's no guarantee that Amazon will do that. Maybe Amazon's objections will get shot down, and the company will say, okay, sure, we'll bargain with you. But a lot of people look back at Amazon's history at sort of, you know, really strongly, you know, pushing against unions, hiring firms to help them build strategies, yeah. you know, requiring workers to sit in these meetings where they're told about, you know, from Amazon's perspective, why they think the union is a bad idea. I mean, workers can't walk out of those meetings if, you know, if they're on the clock, they have to be in those meetings. It's a, a required thing. And so Amazon has this history of very aggressively going against unionization drives. And so a lot of people who are observing this think, you know, it's not uh, out of the realm of possibility that Amazon would just refuse to bargain and, and try to take this to the courts. Yeah, I think I heard you say Amazon could potentially drag this out for years. Yeah, and I, I, if this does go to the courts, you know, that's the point where this could be three, four, five years. And, you know, on the other side, I do want to mention, though, I mean, the union is not just going to necessarily be sitting on its hands if, if, if this does come to pass. I mean, at this point, at that but, uh, sorry, specific warehouse in Staten Island, the workers have decided to unionize. They want to be in a union. They mm -hmm. see themselves as in a union. It hasn't been recognized and they don't have a new contract, but they could say, hey, look, Amazon, we think you're you're not uh, treating us in good faith. We're going to go on strike. They could do their own things that uh, might so they force do have Amazon. Some power. They do have some power. Yeah. And, and just as I said, because there is so much national attention on this, if Amazon, Amazon does go the route of, you know, essentially ignoring the NLRB orders, um, there will be a lot of political pressure. People say, really? And, and, and people might even, you know, consumers who are sympathetic to the workers might even say, huh, you know, I need to start looking for some alternatives. So there's a lot that could still go on here. And, and the workers, you know, they're not necessarily just purely at the mercy of, of what Amazon wants to do. Mm. Well, given how long this process seems to take, Garrett, is it likely that the workers who did initiate the move to, to a union uh, will actually get to reap the benefits of a union? Yeah, I mean, this is a it's a really great point because Amazon warehouses in particular have very, very high turnover. I mean, uh, statistics show that a lot of people don't don't even work there for a year. I mean, sometimes people work there while they're looking for other work. It's a you know, especially during the pandemic, it's a job that has, you know, they've been hiring 
you know, hundreds of thousands of people during the pandemic. So it's a job that a lot of people have been able to get to get those benefits to get some income. And then maybe once you know, they see, oh, you know, there's other jobs hiring, maybe something a bit more permanent, maybe something that doesn't require me to be on my feet for 10 hours a day, they'll leave Amazon and go somewhere else and then new workers will come in. And so, you know, even if you look at the the union drive in Alabama that I was mentioning, you know, the original vote was in 2021. A lot of the workers who voted in that vote, are no longer there. And when they redid the vote um, earlier this year, um, you know, it was a whole new set of workers. And so it's true that that even if even if this does drag out for a year or two years, a lot of the workers at that Staten Island warehouse who voted for the unionization may not be there anymore. Yeah. Well, do you have any sense of how many unionization votes will come in the next few months? Yeah, I mean, I want to be careful with this question, because of course, it depends who you ask. Um, Of course, um, the Amazon Labor Union, which is the sort of small grassroots union that 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 did win this fight in Staten Island, they say they've had people, workers at Amazon warehouses all across the country, dozens of them, reaching out to them saying, hey, how did you do it? How can we do it? We want your help. And so there's definitely a lot of energy all over the country, but that doesn't mean that you know a majority of workers in other warehouses are even thinking about this or you know would be interested in signing a union card. Mm-hmm. But it does, you know, there's definitely this element of momentum, right? Because it was the first time something that a lot of people thought couldn't be done was done. I mean, it's it's difficult in America to form a union, period, and it's difficult at a at a company that is a already paying more than a lot of the other employers in the area. And be just so aggressive at you know fighting unionization attempts. So a lot of people in the labor movement were really excited when they saw this, and yeah. I do think it's it's likely that there will be more unionization attempts. I don't know if it's going to be dozens, but I definitely think we will see more of them. Well, you know, before I let you go, it is worth noting, you know, Amazon's getting a lot of attention around their employees and, and these unionization efforts right now. So. I wonder if that will play a role in in, in how quickly they, they bargain. Absolutely. And I mean, one of the points that people were making when the Staten Island Warehouse, uh, you know, voted to unionize was that the way that Amazon treated the organizer, Chris Smalls, I mean, he's a former Amazon worker, he's a black man. And, and some of the leaked internal conversations from Amazon executives, you know, sort of painted him in a really negative light and used, you know, even some stereotypes. And so a lot of people were really angry about that. And and they said, look, if Amazon hadn't been so aggressive and, and using these sort of underhanded tactics, mm-hmm. you know, maybe people wouldn't have been so inspired to, to fight and vote for this union. And so there is definitely a perspective that says Amazon should just, you know, recognize this union, hope it goes away from their perspective. But again, you know, this company has been quite um, aggressive in terms of their position, and I don't think they're going to just let it go that easily. Garrett DeVink is a tech reporter with The Washington Post. Thank you, Garrett. Anytime. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.